don't you ever let a man disrespect you. If you didn't know that, now you know. And we know tonight because of L.A.'s finest tonight. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Welcome back. Welcome back, Portia. How are you today? I'm drained. I'm drained because of the episode, not not today. today okay. Today, I feel lovely. Okay. <laughs> no, I feel you. It's a, it's a lot that happened in this episode. My like emotions drama. are all over the place. Yes. So, guys, if you don't know the drama we're talking about, you are tuned in to season one of L.A.'s Finest. We're talking episodes six and seven tonight. We're going to give you the whole breakdown about the drama, the daddy, the secrets, the surprises. It's just a lot going on. Not only that, we got our top comment and top three favorite moments thus far in the season. Before we get into that, I'm Portia Carter, and joining me is my lovely lovely co-host Ashley Allen. Hey guys, how you doing this Memorial Day weekend? Yes. Shout out to all the troops who lost their lives in the battle for the freedom of our country. Thank you for your service. We appreciate you (laughs) and your family for letting you have us. So, top of the show episodes. Okay, so first let's start with episode six. Mm -hmm. This episode was entitled My Lovely. Yes. Top of the show thoughts. Um, I was so ready to smack Arlo. Like, he just irritated me this entire episode. Um, I'm always ready to smack him. But Uh. I was very happy with this episode. Again, I think that the show kind of started a little bit slow in the the episodes one and two. And I think now at the point that we are, we're getting a lot of juice, a lot of background information. So it's it's definitely keeping me entertained. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, this was a lot. (laughs) It was absolutely a lot. And it's like, I don't get why the show was entitled um, My Lovely. I have no clue of why no, that was. Yeah. Like, because it wasn't nothing lovely about what went on here. <laughs> so let's start with our first topic Arlo and the Mystery People. So, as we know, before the show ended last week, he played like a little scavenger hunt mm-hmm. with Sid in wherever they were and letting her know that I'm about to come for somebody close to you. And not only did he lay out the photos of the people that he has seen her with, but he has mystery faces with question marks on them. Mm. I did not expect what happened tonight. Not at all. I did not. Like, I'm drained just thinking about it. It's a lot of drama. Yeah. It's a lot of drama. So, you know, Sid goes to Nancy about Arlo's move and lets him know, like, I, you know, it's stuff getting a little shaky. He's talking about watching my people. I'm coming to you first because I know you got my back. And then Izzy walk in on that conversation. She like, hold up, baby girl. We ain't, we ain't talking about you today, okay? <laughs> this is just, you know. Yeah. Let, let us have this. Let us let us have this because this is a little on the danger zone, okay? So not only does she warn Nancy about what's going on, but she was she warns her dad mm-hmm. and in her warning her dad we get like this father daughter type of thing where even though she called him over her house to protect him 
she's so safe with him as her father that she just goes to sleep. Yeah. And she mostly protected a man. Right. But she goes to sleep. Because that was her M.O. Tried to protect him. And I just thought that was really beautiful. How do you feel about that moment? I absolutely love that moment. Like I said, I've been rooting for their relationship to grow, for her yeah. to let her walls down. Um, and I was very happy to see that. And I was yeah. happy. I, what I loved even more about that situation is that he remembered one of her favorite dishes that he used to make for her. And yeah. he brought the ingredients and made it for her. I'm like, yes, this is what she needs. Somebody who really cares about her. Yeah. And he was there right when she called. He really cares. And it was so beautiful. And it kind of like, okay, now he in a safe place. Let me cross him off my list. Because we all are trying to figure out who is these mystery people that Arlo is coming after in Sid's life. So her dad lets her know that he has, you know, that she has nothing to be worried about, especially with him, because it's not her, it's not his first rodeo with, well, you know, staking out from people. Okay? Let me ask you this: Is her place really that safe, though? Of course not. Arlo and his dudes so right up in I'm there. Like, uh, I understand. I her think. Uh, go ahead. I don't know. I feel like her bringing him there. Of course, yes, it was smart, so she can have him under her nose. But at the same time, clearly, we've seen that her place is just not that secure. Not that secure at by any means necessary. Twice, right? Twice of crazy. Eh. I guess. I mean, where else would she have taken him? What? I don't know. She told him to go to Big Bear for whatever room they got out there. Whoever they know, somebody <laughs> got a room in Big Bear. He, yeah. She said, "Take your butt out there." He said, "No." So mm-hmm. here, here we are. Yes. <laughs> here we are trying to figure out. Okay, so Daddy saved. You know, she told Nancy. Nancy letting out all. She letting all the McKennas know what's going on. She tells Enzi. She didn't really tell Patrick, but she just keeps him in like the loop of you know. Let's be out on the watch a little bit, you know. So she's warning everybody. So we don't know who this mystery person is, but not only do we not know who one of the mystery people is in Sid life, Arlo is a mystery person. He's not even a person, right? He's not even a person. So. Here we go with this craziness. Dante goes to his spy like, y'all got me messed up. I'm going to find a man (laughs) who killed my brother. And his spy give him the whole rundown and lets him know that, no, we can't find these people because they're dangerous. These are Armenians that you're messing with. And not only are they Armenians, but they protect them, theirs, their family, and whoever Mm -hmm. working with them. So that means this person that you're looking for don't even exist. He has a whole nother identity. (laughs) And it's just like, he taking people and put them in witness protection with them having their own lives as well. It's just, I was a little confused. Yeah. What did you think in that moment? No, I was definitely confused also. Um, I just feel like some of Dante's moves that he's making right now are purely based off of one desperation, two emotions, which is, I yeah. feel like it's not really working for him. So in certain situations, I feel like he needs to just take a breath, calm down, and think logically. Yeah, that logically thing is just a little iffy with him. It's iffy with everybody at this point. Exactly. It's iffy True. with everybody at this point. And I kind of like the way Arlo, you know, does what he does. Mm-hmm. You know, he real slick and slide with it. He's and good. He's, and he's crazy. He's yes. good to his own failure, though, because he has a lot of pride. So he doesn't know when to let go of yeah. something. but. Lo and behold, we see him approach this woman who runs a a jewelry store. Mm -hmm. He approaches this woman, and we're thinking, like, 
okay, he want to buy jewelry because he about to do something evil with the necklace. <laughs> but the way he was looking at the woman, it was just like, you know, they got like a little something he yeah. understand or know who she is. That's mm-hmm. how he was looking at her. Like, I'm going to do something to you. Yeah. That's how I felt what was going to happen. So he come back. She, she, he done ordered the bracelet from her, paid, you know, thousands of his dollars. He walks out the store that he done spent this <sighs> whole this whole $50,000 off. And he throws the bracelet to the to the man on the street. Yeah. That's what I'm going to call him. Yeah. The man on the street. Listen. Granted, he probably need that money, though, you know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I will gladly take it. Yeah. I will gladly. Rent Okay. Hello. It's not a joke. Food you in L.A. is not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's crazy. It's crazy these days. I probably would have took that uh, little bracelet, too. Like, oh, you giving this to me. <laughs> But that's when I got the notion that he did not go in there for that bracelet. Absolutely. He went in there for her and whoever she is to him. So we get this whole little scene that plays out. They need to find out since he is a mystery guy. Let's find out who he is. And then Nancy comes up with this whole thing about how if it's, you know, Gabriel Knox and them and the Armenians, they're going to be locking all of this information up by files in their Armenian club. They're old school. No digital stuff. <sighs> no digital stuff. So they pop up where they think <sighs> the files at and all types of stuff go haywire. What I love about this scene is Nancy puts Nancy McKenna put Sid to the test to see how her skills were as far as like playing with the big dog. Mm-hmm. So if y'all peep last show when they went to uh, Black Bean's barbecue Sid sat at the table playing spades with all the old heads, beating them every (laughs) single time. And Nancy looked at that and she laughed. So I feel like what she did there was allow her partner to use her skills to effectively handle the situation that was supposed to be handled up top. Right. But as we know, Sid don't play them games. Yeah. (laughs) She only go to a certain extent before something go wrong. But it was really on their part. It was the gunshot. Absolutely. Definitely the gunshot. You couldn't put Sid and Dante in the the room in the back together. They They don't even like each other. The mission would be blown up (laughs) by the time they found the files. Okay? It would be ah, Yeah, Sid did good handling her own with, you know, running the game skills. Yes. But it had to, yeah. Nancy and Dante had to go alone because yeah. they was already on some other stuff. So they find the files. And I was kind of shocked, but I wasn't shocked when Nancy brought Sid and Dante together to do this mission. I'm just like, dang, these are two people who are really close to her. And, you know, it is what it is. They trying to, you know, find some stuff. So they're leaving the um, setup. And, you know, they have this conversation. See, it goes on about her way. She frees. Fry's foot. I'm talking about fly. She runs free. And then we have uh, Dante and Nancy. And they're having this discussion. And he's just basically like, once we find this, our little dude, I am out of your life for the rest of your life. Listen, I don't like what Dante did. That's so irritating. Like, through mess Nancy all the way up. Right. Why are you why are you playing with my emotions in this very sensitive situation? We both know our history. Like of course I can't have you around, but why are you trying to make me feel bad about it? That's why I'm like, Dante, just just do what you're supposed to do here and leave your heart out of it. Because any chance of them being together and old feelings like that's over. So why over. are we still talking o- about this? O V, okay? Like it's no is no trying to piece that back together. It's already a broken thing. Yeah. You know, she's to move on to new life. And that's what I 
didn't quite like about it, but here they are on a mission to find Arlo. We're going to get into their backstory in a little second. So they find uh, Arlo's parents, and his real name is <laughs> M- Mamat. Yes. Mamat. And then they, his parents were like, yeah, this is my Mama. He did this and that, that. And Dante and Nancy are telling this sob story about this man <laughs> losing his wallet and Dante pulling him and um, Arlo helping him out. I was just like, what in the world? These people can tell that they was lying? First of all, how did they make it in the house? That is a, that's a common theme I'm noticing about this show. Everybody's very trusting. Oh, yes, come on in. I used to live here. We want to talk about your son. Absolutely not. So gullible. Yes. Right? Poor Mama's family. And they were they were so proud of him. The mom went and grabbed the picture off the, the table. They ain't, first of all, these two didn't even know what he looked like. Only right. Sid knew what he looked like. Yeah. And then she done showed him everything. Uh, just done showed them everything. Everybody is very trusting, and I yes. don't really like how trusting they are, but here we are. Here we, we are. We got this situation. <laughs> like, we don't know what to do with it, but lo and behold, we find out who the mystery person is because Sid call up um, Arlo, like, you know, you got me messed up. I'm going to find you. And then they meet up. Mm-hmm. They meet up, and when they meet up, he just so happened to, I guess, be where Kat was, the, the jewelry owner. Yeah. Like, the jewelry store owner. Like, be where she was in the time that Sid would be where she was because he knew that all this was about to play out. Yeah. So then it happens. They shoot her. I had anxiety from the moment Sid arrived at that place. I did, too. I was like, this is not going to be as clean, cut, and dry as she thinks it is. Yeah, because this lady just walks up out of nowhere and he just like, oh yeah, I gave her the, the bracelet. She really loved it. See it all the way confused. And then we got the people at the top that's supposed to be watching him and looking out for them. We got a gunman that's supposed to be taking Sid out. Yeah. Then we got Dante and what's her face? And Nancy, Nancy. at the top trying to figure this whole thing out. And Dante just so happened to be the one who takes out the gunman and his phone rings. Yeah. If you were Nancy, would you have shot the gunman from across the the way? Yes. I would have, too. No questions asked. I might have shot Dante. <laughs> I might have shot Dante, too. No like, questions asked because what are you doing? What the F? We need you, Dante. <laughs> that was awesome. WTF. This man got that phone call. He said, oh, but look, let me tell you something. He's ran by emotions. Yes. So if he's run by emotions, that means that the people closest to his heart is going to be what makes him do absolutely yeah. anything? His son. So they said they we got his son. Mm-hmm. Oh no, nah. he up and surrender. Look, I, yeah. I I know I said I had y'all back. I know we had <laughs> a we little had situation, a little agreement, you know. But they got my son. I ain't on that. Yeah, <laughs> like just uh. oh, and you know they they start to do this stuff. They they showing these shows. They're showing these shows where parents are really going to the ultimate extreme yes. of crazy yeah. for their children. Not only that, we see it transpire in Joseph's life, you mm-hmm. know, in the next episode, even though we don't see it now. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's just like, ooh, they're showing us a different level of parenthood. It's like one of them things you got to be ready for when your kids start having kids. Oh, I mean, when gosh. you start having kids and then it's just like, oh, my God, like, if my child was on some other stuff, <laughs> how would I do this? Or if somebody was trying to hold my child hostage, how I'm going to play this out? Yes. <laughs> Being a parent comes with a whole different set of emotions that none of us are prepared okay. for. Okay, none of us are prepared oh. for. <sighs> and what I was not prepared for was this Ben's case. 
Yes. So let's just hop right on to the Benz case. Last last week we saw it unfolding and it wasn't like a to be continued kind of thing because they spent all of their time trying to find out who killed the transgender woman and then right when they thought they had a suspect they go to the suspect and that suspect is dead too which Mm -hmm. was the transgender woman's boyfriend Boyfriend. yeah so they took pictures of everything in the house they find the pot that linked the same pot that sam the transgender guy Mm -hmm. guy Mm -hmm. okay the transgender guy um had when they had the um lgbtq life group at church yes so Nancy pieced two and two together. She said, "Uh, uh-uh, y'all need to go check Sam out because he ain't right. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't right." And we see like a day in the life in of Sam's life of where I don't know if it's the steroids that he is hoping to make hair grow out of yes. his face or whatever mm-hmm. he's taking as far as like trying to testosterone. You know, to, yeah, to be a man like the the man had no hair on his face. Okay, <laughs> he had no hair on his face, but he went. In there, put that shaving cream yes. all over the bottom. And he got on his story live, because that's what they use in this show. Mm-hmm. He got on his little story live and made a live video about him shaving. And there was absolutely nothing there. Yeah. Absolutely One day, nothing. though. And I was just so like, oh my gosh, they really do this. Yeah. It's, like, it's a they whole look, process. Like, it's, it's a whole process. Not, and I'm not saying that it's wrong to shave what's not there. Do your thing. You know what I'm saying? But to go live trying to receive the validation and affirmation for the transition that you're making is, like, such a broken state. That's what I see. Like, I see a lot of brokenness, and you displaying that to the world because you want to make something seem like what it's not for the perception of other people because you want people to see you as a new gender, and it's just... It was a little weird. Well, is it... To be honest, when we think about it, is it not something that everybody does, though? Facts. Facts. The, the Instagram and Facebook is all about stunting to so a certain a, to a certain degree. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, because we even saw that um, in a couple of episodes previous when the girl was hiking. So of course she's hiking. She's live. Oh look at me! I'm having a great time. This, and then she and got shot. Yeah. So to be honest, I think at some point we're all guilty of that, whether yeah. we know it or not. Um, but guilty of validation seeking. Yes. Validation seeking gets you nowhere. Exactly. Gets you absolutely nowhere. And I think like us as people, we need to find those voids and emptiness in our hearts where it pains us to be honest with ourselves about certain things. And we need to deal with it so that we're not portraying this fugazi fakeness out to the world. We all have our moments. Just recognize when you have it and move on, right? Yeah. So, we find out that, you know, uh, Sam sent them off to a suspect, and that suspect wasn't the suspect. So, Sam is sending them off to another suspect. Yes. And this suspect just so happened to be the suspect, I'm I'm, I'm hoping, because, yeah. I mean, we can't really get too many answers out of her now. But anyway, right. so, Sam let them know that, you know, Eve was once, as a man, engaged to Holly. Yeah. That was her name, right? Mm-hmm. Engaged to Holly. Holly paid for all her surgeries, the transition, blase, blase. Holly found out about, oh, dude, kill Eve, kill dude. And now they find Holly because Sam done put him on all this stuff. Um, and Holly is just basically like, well, I loved him and I loved her. And now she is no more and she waiting on me. So I'm jumping off this bridge. Ooh. And that's exactly what she did. Holly. That was insane. And to think 
about when they broke down the case and they said that she literally took everything back that she purchased. And then I got a flashback of the crime scene photos. Oh, that's some like that's some real hurt there. She took back everything she purchased. She paid for it and she ripped it out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because (laughs) that's a lot. (laughs) I just got real like squimish. Let's uh move. Let's move on to Nancy and Dante's backstory. Okay. So we have this backstory where. Young Nancy and young Dante had a plan together. They had a plan. They were, you know, doing what they was doing, taking all this money because they was going to get little Nico, her little brother, and run off together and live a happily ever after life. Yeah. But Dante's brother Ray gets involved with some drug dealer. Maybe it's Gabriel Knox. We don't know how this happened, but he get involved with somebody bad. So now these people out for blood and they need money. And Dante gonna do what he gotta do for his brother. He goes to young Nancy and takes the money from her. Like, you know what? We gotta go solve this issue. Everything is not okay. Yeah. And then, lo and behold, we come back to the end of their flashback scene. And Nancy's mom is shot and killed. From some stuff that Ray and Dante doing. See? At least that's what I think she got killed for. For a quick second, I thought... That Nancy did it. Oh. Yeah, I did because, like, you know how she said Hold the Because the, the mom... Because <laughs> the mom... Remember? She, the, um, the Nico came from the back and his nose was bloody. And remember, she, in a past episode, she was saying, like, next time you hurt him, I'm going to hurt you or something like that. Remember? Oh. And he... Remember, he... Nico... Little Nico came from the back and his nose was bloody. And she's standing over, sitting over her crying. So I thought that Nancy killed her mom to protect them. Oh, shoot. Am I, See, am look, I, is that what happened? I like your logic. <laughs> I had no idea. Look, as you can see, that's why we come here and we talk about it because we yes. both got two different opinions. And I had no idea. I like your story. I think that's what you guys. No, are... I don't like your story because she killed her mom. I like your story because it makes more sense of why okay. this woman was dead. I was confused. And yeah. I'm thinking like, because they have this whole thing where it's like, well, you owe us something. Right. Like, you. that's, that's the dynamic that they have. Mm-hmm. So, Nancy feels guilty because... And then not only that, when Nico popped up at her job last episode, he told her, like, you know what you know what they did for us. True. And it all makes sense. So if she killed her mom, they covered it for her. Yeah. Like, oh my God. So she owes them her life. She owes them a lot of stuff. She owes them a lot. And so now everybody is playing tit for tat. Yeah. And these brothers are the ones who are falling by the wayside and don't nobody give a dang but Nancy. Mm-hmm. And Dante has always been there to protect Nancy. And I think that's why now she's always going so hard, still continue lying. Even when her husband confronts her about him, she keeps lying because she keeps protecting him. And we even saw um, Dante's brother before he got killed. He said that she owes you. Wow. Yeah, this is really steep. A lot is happening right now. Yes. But since a lot is happening, we're going to go on a commercial break, okay? (laughs) Let me just let you know that we are happy and grateful for you making us the ESPN of TV Talk. 
if you don't know by now, we have a, a wide range of shows. We yes. have shows like this, and we have comedy. We got sci-fi. We got reality TV. We know y'all love some reality TV, so y'all make sure that y'all tune into our shows. Let us know how you feel about them. Comment, like, subscribe. And um, if you're listening on iTunes podcast what's up y'all make sure y'all give us a five-star rating because i know you can hear my voice (laughs) we appreciate y'all too leave us a comment leave us a review and you might get a shout out in our top comment segment because we do got those okay until then guys thank y'all for helping us be the espn and tv TV talk Talk. it means a lot to us so now we're going to jump right into episode Seven, seven, which was the book of secrets. secrets, the book of secrets. Okay, so we left off in episode six mm-hmm. with Sid's dad running into the hospital, and he's just like, "My daughter got shot. My daughter got shot." And you know, even though he's running in there talking about his daughter got shot, we all looking at Sid like she ain't get shot. I mean, she got a lot of blood on her because she right. was holding the lady because the lady talking about Sid. I know you and yeah. stuff. So she holding the lady like, what's going on? She need help. So she got a lot of blood on her, but then she run up to her daddy like, no, I'm okay. I ain't shot. And he see the blood. He like, no, I, my daughter. I'm, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> what? What do we have here? What daughter? What daughter? And then he said, Catherine Miller is my daughter. She has been shot. That was number one of the mystery people that Arlo had on Sid. Papa was a rolling stone. Mm, mm. (laughs) Wherever he laid his hat was his home. This man literally was a rolling stone. Listen, daddy was out there. Out there cheating, cheating. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and break this on down. Okay. So, Sid run up in there and she just like, what, your daughter? Yeah. And so, Sid, Sid goes and do her due diligence of the background work. Yeah. So, they open the scene up and they show us little young Sid and her brother Marcus, Marcus. saying goodbye to their father. Their parents are arguing. And, you know, they like, goodbye, daddy. The car is packed up. They mama like, y'all know what? Not today. We got a long trip. They yeah. out. Before leaving, the daddy, <clears throat> Joseph literally says that I'm going to be back to you. I'm going to see you soon. Yeah. Like, no worries. Blase, blase. So it didn't so happen to work out no, that way like no. that. And then come to find out, Sid sitting down with her daddy and she's just like, okay, so Kat is a year older than me. That must be the straw that broke mama's back. That's mm-hmm. why she left her. And then she said, you disrespected her. See, I think when it comes to conversations like this and situations like this, I felt for both of them. I don't know how you felt, but I, I, I had sympathy for Sid and I had sympathy for dad. The reason why I have sympathy for dad is because I think in these type of situations, us as kids, like, we're so used to looking at our parents and just thinking that they have it all together and yeah. that they're responsible and we forget that our parents are human and that they were and people they before up. us. Yeah, yeah, they don't have it all figured out. So that's where my sympathy for him came because I'm like, okay, you have to step back, step back, realize that he's a human. He made a mistake. Now, he probably didn't handle it the right way. But just, I don't know, try. Talk it out. So I'm glad they were at least started the conversation. Um, I'm glad they started the conversation, too. Yeah. 
I think this was a real um, vulnerable moment for Sid. Yes. Like, I was teary-eyed because I was all on her side because I'm just like, oh, my God, I've been there before. I've been Mm -hmm. there, you know, at a time figuring out or thinking that my dad didn't love me and then figuring out that he has kids that he's actually taking care of but he's not taking care of me. So I reason with her because this is a personal life story Mm -hmm. on my behalf as well. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I feel how she feel. Like she looked at him in tears and said, dang, like I was just disposable to you. Like you ain't even care. And she had every every right to feel that way. She had every right to feel that way but it's only because this this is entitled the Book of Secrets. It's only because it's a secret that he was there for her. Yeah, it was not out in the open. Yeah, so he was there for her, but it wasn't like she could have known because her mother didn't allow it. And mm-hmm. then that comes from what you just said: parents make mistakes, mm-hmm. and it's so many parents out here who are, you know, not working out with the father or the mother of their child, and then they leave the children at jeopardy with whatever they do next. Yeah. And sometimes what they do next is not the best thing for them. Like, not allowing your children to see their father is the worst thing you can do to a child. Absolutely, It's the worst thing. I know because I live this life. It's the worst thing you can do to a child. So, for those fathers that do want to be fathers and for the mothers that's not letting them, it's like, we got to come to some type of common ground here. We got to figure something out. We got to make some stuff shake because you cannot deprive a child of their father and you cannot deprive a child of their mother yeah and it's not it's not like the dad was out here like a bad person nothing like that like she didn't want him around because she was hurt and of course the mom has the right to be hurt too but at the expense of your kids you know yeah, no, your your kids don't have nothing to do with what y'all got going yeah. on. Leave the, your, put yeah. your emotions to the side and you, you know. gotta do if you love your children, you gotta do what's best for them. Yeah. Like for them as far as parental relationships. Now, if you see that daddy is just toxic and yeah. a liar and a no good man, okay. Yeah. I get you protecting them from the kind of person that he Absolutely. actually is. I get that. But if you have a good father who wants to be in that child's life and wants to help raise that child and not just financially, because we see him pull out all these receipts like, you know, you had a perfect life. He was there. You you know, you had this, you had that. You made sure that all your equipment was paid for, all your schooling, all of that. Y'all lived in a big house. You think your mama had that money? No, she didn't. Yeah. And my thing is, you can't throw money at a child thinking that that's going to suffice for all of the times that you were absent. Exactly. Yeah. Presence does not equate money. <laughs> like, all. You telling me that because you gave me five dollars, you was there with me? Yeah. No, you I know wasn't. Some, I know some fathers that don't have money, but they're always with their child, and and they're the best fathers. The best you know fathers. So it has. It's about your relationship, how you bond, spending time. That's yeah. what matters. That's what matters. That's what matters. And so this is his situation, and so she takes that anger out on her sister, and basically says that. You know, Ooh, the disrespect was basically <laughs> all types of F you. You don't mean nothing to me. You stole my daddy. Yeah. How did you feel about that scene when they had the moment together and they just like, let's talk it out and see it hit her with this like a slot? Listen, I, my, I clenched my pearls. Mm. I was swallowing. I was like, oh, God, it's about to get real. I, I really felt bad for Sid. Uh, yes, I felt bad that, you know, that was said to the sister, but I think... Like, Sid is just having all of this coming at her at once. At she had once. no idea. 
how to handle or process any of this. Yeah. And I think she's so used to shutting her emotions off and putting up that wall. Mm-hmm. Um, she was just like, I don't care about you. Like, I need to do my feelings first. And yeah. that's what she displayed. And she dealt with her feelings and letting her sister know that you mean nothing to me. You stole my daddy. Yeah. Um, we not cool. Yeah. And it's like, hurt people hurt people. Yeah. It's definitely. one of those situations. If you're really hurt about something, you're going to take it out on the next person. Yeah. So, not only do we have their catastrophe, we have the McKenna and Dante catastrophe as well. So, Patrick McKenna Mm -hmm. finds a photo of what was going down at the scene when Catherine got shot, which is Sid's sister. Yeah. So, he's he's the DA looking into the case as well as the Bins are looking into the case. Mm-hmm. So, everybody looking into the case. The case is pointing to Dante and everybody looking like, okay, Nancy know him. What's <laughs> up? You know, what's going on? Everybody asking questions and Nancy ain't got no real answers. But Patrick takes all his knowledge of what he see. He done seen Dante. He pop up at her job and she say, he say, who in the world is this man to you? And she's still lying. She's still, still not telling the truth. lying. I'm like... Right after the Benz just grilled her and then yeah. her husband pop up and you still gonna keep lying? That's the one thing about McKinnon that really irks me is that you of all people should know, like, he's gonna find out the truth. This is your husband. This is the DA. Why not just tell him the truth? Why do you yeah. keep you keep setting yourself up for failure? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand it. Yeah, and I think it's because not only is she hiding the robbery in her past, but she also is hiding her mother's death. These two guys took a lot for her. They took her jail they took her jail sentence when she was supposed to take it. Well, Dante yeah. did. And then from what we perceive, they covered up her mom's murder. But this is her husband. You tell me you can't trust your husband? You know, with your ex, it's a little rocky. (laughs) When it comes to, you know, relationships, you know, and past and exes and stuff, and you running with the old, it's like, No, I know, but we're talking about she could end up in jail here. Someone else could figure, you know, start putting the pieces together and then start looking at Patrick sideways and then he lose his job. Like, what's happening is more than about, this is, this ain't, this is more than just a past lover. You know what I'm saying? Like, people's lives are affected here. People's careers and reputations. So, if there's one person that you can be honest with, like, let's keep this off the books, like, just right now, it should be your husband. It should be. But it wasn't. We see how that turned out. (laughs) She keeps lying. She done lied her face off. And so her and the Benz, they go and they try to solve this case. And the whole time of the case solving, the Benz are literally like, nah, something going on. Something's wrong. Something is wrong here. Like, this ain't adding up. So not only is the Benz trying to find um, Arlo, who is ran off, Dante. Yeah. Is trying to find Arlo as well, and that kind of gets a little, a little shaky mm-hmm. because Arlo is really on the run. So as we see in the episode prior, he done got shot by Sid. Yeah, because Sid was like, "Ah, uh-uh, you done took somebody down. You know this person there. She shot him. He keeps running. This man done ran all the way to the beach. He done went to the <laughs> lifeguard post. 
He done took the lifeguard, made her sew him up while her and her boyfriend was just about to get it in, mm. beat the boyfriend half up, come to find out he was a disrespectful man. Yeah. Come to find out he was disrespectful. But then beat the boyfriend up, done took the girl with him and, and killed her. And I was a beast. And now he done left a whole trail for people to find him. Yeah. He his old dumb self. <laughs> He left the whole trail for people to find him. And it starts with the Benz and Nancy questioning the um, The guy who was with the lifeguard. Oh, yeah. And that's how they find out who Rebecca is because he ain't even know the girl's name. He ain't know her name. And y'all, don't be out here having sex with people who don't know your name, okay? Anyway, just have to throw that out there. Anyway, so... um, so yeah, so then they go and you know they everybody is tracing their steps. While everybody's tracing their steps, trying to find Arlo, Arlo get a call from Carly like, you know what, you done messed up because you messed up. They don't trust me no more. Like she went to the distro of distro, yeah, like to the top dog, kingpin, like, and she was disrespected, and she was all the way disrespected. Woo. He played her like okay, like two K, yeah. like I'm not about <laughs> to have it. You and Mr. Gabriel Knox, I thought. Come to find out that Gabriel Knox is just a distro. Mm-hmm. He's just a distributor. He's not even top dog. We got somebody more top than him. And then is Gabriel. And then is Carlene. Yeah. And then but it was Arlo. I have a theory about that. Okay. We'll get into that later. Okay. <laughs> uh, don't don't lose that. Okay. I don't got lose it. that because I, 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 I need you to expound on it. Okay. But anyway, so Arlo. And Carlene have this kind of talk, and you know, she let him know, like, yeah, time is up. And yeah. he, like, you know, spare me some more time. She said, all right, I'm gonna talk to Gabriel to see what I can do, but no more dead bodies. And lo and behold, he done killed the girl. So after he killed the girl, that leads them to finding him even closer. That makes them even closer on ganging up on him. And, um, so Dante goes to his spy friend, his spy friend looks up the um guy that he was with on the roof because yeah. he acts he actually seen the sniper before in jail. Yeah. So he go, he runs a background screen and try to match him up with all these felons, find the guy that was in jail, goes to his place, knock him out, take his phone, car, Arlo, pop up at the spot where Arlo at. Yeah, Arlo Arlo was definitely not gonna make it past this episode. He was not gonna make it. He He did he, way too much. Yeah. He did way too much. Was not gonna make it. And when he gets there, he takes him out. And after he takes him out, the team, plus Nancy McKenna, they all walk in. And she is the one who has to put him in handcuffs. Uh, that broke my heart. It broke my whole heart. Like, I should have okay. let the boys grab him. I know. She could have let the boys grab him and just walked away. I would have. Like, I would. Uh, yes, hello? I would have had a phone call, something. There's no way I would have been able to, to no arrest way. him. Out no an way. Emotional wreck. Emotional wreck. I would have been all the way through, like, oh, no, not, not my ex-mo, daddy. No. <laughs> you know, he just took up for me. He did some stuff for me. I just can't put him in handcuffs. Yeah. I, I'm not capable. <laughs> I would not have been capable. And she did it with no emotion on her face. She had to. People are already looking at her. The spotlight is on her. Mm. So... And you know that's and that brings us back to something that Joseph said in the beginning to see it. He said, "Do not make your partner choose your partnership over her badge." Yeah. Yep. And right now she's choosing a badge. Yeah. But as we see, she tell the Benz, "Y'all stall on booking him." Yeah. So obviously she's working towards the partnership favor. 
Well, she's definitely choosing the badge over her marriage, too. Facts. Just saying. Facts, because she go home and, you know... Pat done put in his work. Listen. The dig does some dirt. He said, okay, so you about to keep lying to me or you going to tell me who this man yeah, is? Yeah, he got pictures. He has files. He has all the receipts. And she, she was like, because you knew this man name wasn't no Steven? Yeah. <laughs> oh, talk about people walking up on uh, Nancy with all these receipts. <laughs> she keep doing it. She's, She's not a good liar. She's terrible. She's not a good liar. And that was something that Arlo said to Sid that kind of stuck out. He was just basically like, Y'all do the same thing we do. Y'all are liars. Yeah. Y'all are stealers and y'all are killers. Yeah. Y'all are just in denial about it as police officers. Mm-hmm. And you can hide behind the badge. He's That's like, done. He said, y'all are in denial and you can hide behind the badge. Yeah. He can't even hide behind nobody's badge. He nope. just got to own up to his dirt. Yeah. But Arlo is no more. Arlo's gone. R.I.P. to R.I.P. to Arlo. So before we get into our predictions, we want to introduce a new segment to you guys. Okay? So within this new segment, it is called Our Top 3. So we're going to give you tonight our top three moments from the season thus far. And then you can give us your top three in the comments. Or, you know, wherever you want to give it to us. On Instagram, Twitter, wherever. Just know we watch it and we read it too. Okay, so top three moments of the season thus far. Okay, um, definitely uh, the scene with Izzy and McKenna when she took her to where the car crash happened mm-hmm. and Izzy had her breakdown. Um, oh, that was beautiful. I also would say um, Sid's fight scene in her in her apartment when we first were introduced to Arlo. That fight scene and her stabbing the guy in the neck, like, that was just... That was That, that was, was crazy. Lit. That was pretty lit. And moment number three, I will say... Mm, I'm going to give it to, to Nancy having to arrest Dante. Woo! Yeah. That's tough. What about you? What That's are you tough. Three? So, top three moments thus far. First and foremost, when Hendrix parked up on the scene. Okay. I was just like, <laughs> just when I thought Sid was going to be a hoe all her life, here go her man. <laughs> here go her man. He a good man at that. Yes. Done told her how her daddy was there for her, backed up all his receipts and mm-hmm. everything. Okay. A good man. Yes. Okay. And then um, number two would have to be when her daddy helped her with that bust. When he dropped the car off and she was in the trunk. Okay. That was top. I'm like, come yes. on, daddy, daughter, working together. They all, <laughs> they all with the jack. Okay, they they handled their business. And then tonight, when she reconciled with her long lost sister that she never knew she had, and when that moment happened, I was just thinking about how many times, especially within the black community, that we mm-hmm. don't have these moments yeah. with our families yep. where we don't have reconciliation where we don't talk about things that hurt us Mm -hmm. and we just let all this anger and this bitterness boil and it turns and it be catastrophe and drama that's how we have drama in our families but because of this moment in this show where you know her daddy was just like yo I gotta talk and they talk it all out it it just showed me that forgiveness is real yes love is unconditional and you can have vulnerable moments with the people closest to you absolutely 
I like the sound of that. So, let's get a really quick prediction for next episode. Your right. After Buzz TV prediction. Uh, really quickly, I feel like um, Carlene is going to be up to something. What I was going to say earlier is, are we sure that Knox is even, like... Has anybody ever seen Knox besides Carlene? Because I'm feeling like she's actually Knox. Ooh, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. She's the one in charge. That's ooh, that's a good one. I feel like next episode they're going to find another mystery person to because Carlene holds the cards to who these people know. Right. Because it was Carlene who sent Arlo after Catherine, mm-hmm. her sister. So she holds the cards to who these mystery people are. So I feel like they're going to find out another mystery person okay. in Sid's life. But I definitely like where you're going with where you're going with. And so I'm with you. Okay. okay. Yes. Because Carlene is dang near Gabriel Knox at this point. She is. Okay. Yes. The mystery man. <laughs> Okay, until next episode, why don't you tell them where they can find you? All right, you guys can find me on all social media at Ashley Reed Allen. And you can find me everywhere at Portia Carter. See y'all next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 